vibrational beings of the light wherever and whenever you may be listening to the show across the entire globe today is uh, monday april 15th everyone's favorite day <laughs> tax day 2019 and i'm your host shishi o'donnell coming to you live from los angeles california i am a life love and relationship coach divine lifestyle consultant certified angel therapy practitioner, and much more. And you're now listening to International Angels Network. We're a show that explores angels, healing, metaphysics, and other empowering topics. And we are a live call-in show, so give us a ring at 516-453-9162. That is 1-516-453-9162. You can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world, You'll see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk website while we are live on the air. Make sure you press 1 on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak with me, and then you will be in the queue. International Angels Network is now sponsored by Audible. You can get a free audiobook of your choice today by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. Today, I felt guided to share uh, just authentically what's been going on for me recently and this weekend, especially it kind of came to a head yesterday morning. I'm not sure how much of this has to do with the fact that I was binge re-watching the Game of Thrones to get caught up a little bit. Not all the seasons, but someone on my Facebook shared the, um, the, the, the best episodes to re-watch to get caught up. <laughs> But I was in quite a funk yesterday morning, I have to say, and I had had this overwhelming feeling. And I have a coach. You know, I am a coach, and I also have a coach. His name is Q, Dr. Q. And he is such an um, inspiring person. So he asked me yesterday morning, you know, we usually talk either on Saturday or Sunday, he asked me, you know, how's it going? And I'm usually all divine life and cheery and miracles. And, And that day I just had a bunch of stress that was building up and feeling overwhelmed. And it was kind of like this extreme frustration with myself. And so I let him have it, you know, and I actually was crying. And I've been having problems with my boyfriend. Yes, my hot chub romance boyfriend and I, who dated for eight months, one week shy of eight months, broke up and have gotten back together like three or four times since then. (laughs) And we're still in um, peace talks as we speak. But there are some things to overcome, and and it just felt very overwhelming. And um, just everything in life felt overwhelming. And I felt like it was so interesting how all the things that I said I really wanted, and some of these things are a part of my divine life. You know, one of the things I do is coach people to have their highest version of their divine life. So things that I was calling in my life and creating, like, being my own boss, being an entrepreneur and not having to answer to another boss. So the the irony is that I had all of these kind of sabotage patterns going on and also toxical kind of light, dark side of me that was fighting each other and that I'm trying to create this life 
that's so divine, but I have all these feelings that are opposite at the same exact time, which was so interesting. So it's like I want to be in a relationship and have a boyfriend and be monogamous, but I don't want to ever have to answer to anyone, and I don't want to be controlled, and I don't want to um, kind of like have my wings clipped. And um, and I also want to be supported unconditionally and accepted unconditionally, but I want to have conditions to accept him. <laughs> so I'm laughing about it, but yesterday I was crying about it because we've been, like, realizing we love each other so much, but there are certain things that are long-term not working. So sad about that. Then I have, you know, my music, which is very important to me, but I have this weird push-and-pull relationship with music. Part of it was from... Um, I think I shared last week about my journey doing music in LA and how, you know, it got very stressful, just always having to put so much energy into it and really not get that much out of it. So let's say I spend hours rehearsing with the band and having them learn my songs and then I go and perform and maybe 20 people come and see it. And then uh, I don't get any money for any of that. And it's just for the joy of me getting to share my music. (laughs) There were times when that got a little frustrating, (laughs) even though I do love sharing my music. But I, I have a show coming up next fun, Saturday, which I should be so grateful. I'm living in L.A., and, and then I'm the Sunset Strip. I'm playing in this beautiful hotel, and I have a chance to share my music. And here I am dragging my feet because I don't feel like rehearsing and teaching people my songs again. And it's just this put, same thing, this push and pull. It's like I say I want to be a singer, but I don't really feel like play, I don't really feel like rehearsing. And I say I want to lose weight, but I really would rather eat ice cream. <laughs> That's another one. The sabotage is really fun with that one. So I'm always on kind of a new eating plan of trying to eat healthy and every day is my new day when I'm going to start and be perfect. And almost every day I pretty much do something wrong. Like today I was back on my Arbonne, which I love Arbonne. It's just shakes and you're basically eating no sugar. But I was working from home with one of my clients, my marketing clients, and he brought a chocolate fantasy cake from Gelson's, a little one which is pretty much my kryptonite, pretty much. If that is in front of me, I cannot, <laughs> I don't eat that. And he's, I, he said, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to tempt you or anything. And I'm like, don't worry, I'm not tempted. I'm like, can I have one bite? And the next thing you know, I had had three bites. Anyways, that's a, just an example that um, pretty much my feelings, I don't have a very strong willpower. I'm very much uh, like into pleasure versus deprivation and so what I need to what would be great to do is to be able to somehow have my mind understand my mind body spirit really get on this board with this whole plan that if I were to be disciplined and make healthy choices and perceiving food as fuel and not as something that's comforting me or giving me pleasure in the short term but for the long term I'm going to have a lot more you know, energy and be stronger and have more stamina to um, <laughs> to live my life and to do shows. It takes a lot of energy to stand up and play with a band and play music. I mean, I went to um, the Magic Castle, which is this really beautiful, very old from 1930s um, castle-like private club, which has famous magicians from all over the from all over the world. And it was my friend's birthday, and I went there with her, and I was feeling run just exhausted anyways, but when I went there, we did so much walking around and up and down and exploring the dungeons and the basement and all the way to the top, and just standing for like, I don't know, probably about an hour. I was so exhausted, I realized like I this is about living my life and having a happy life, and if I continue to 
choose the short-term pleasure over my long-term goals of my dreams of really having a thinner, healthier, stronger body. I mean, it's always my choice. I have the free will choice. And, I, and it, the impact of me choosing short-term comfort food or pleasure was very apparent to me on Thursday because I was just like so exhausted. And, and I also want to travel and go do beautiful music at sacred sites around the world that also takes stamina, you know, and even though my knee hurts from having like um, a failed knee surgery, a torn meniscus a couple of years ago, and it's bone on bone, it's very painful. I, it really makes sense for, even though it hurts in the short term to have pain in the short term that I'll have pleasure and getting my strength back and be able to um, even just 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day of starting to walk. I mean, my ideal thing is swimming, but it's been kind of cold and I don't feel like going to the gym. You know, I just, I don't feel like, and I'm also too busy. So I had all these conversations with Q on Sunday and some of it was crying when I was talking about my boyfriend. And, uh, and then he was like, great. And he's really great about being neutral. He's like, so has anyone been threatening your life lately? And I'm like, no. He's like, okay, so everything's going fine. And we had a good talk about how everyone gets overwhelmed and that if I'm going through a meltdown of realizing I have so many paradoxes in my life and so many inconsistencies and so many things where I say I want these things, but I'm doing the opposite, like I want to, I want to make a million dollars, but I don't want to pay taxes. Like It's like I want the reward without the work. That's something that's been coming up. So that if I'm going through this kind of meltdown and where – this dark side, like the Game of Thrones really focuses a lot on the dark side, the shadow side. And if that's really coming to light in me, all these quote-unquote character flaws or things that I shouldn't be like or problems, and that really gets you in a bad mood. What you focus on grows. So because I was focusing probably on a lot of the darkness of Game of Thrones, I'm not sure how much that has to do with it. I would love to find out because I do love that show despite myself. I know it's so like warped and crazy and dark but for some reason I just got into it and I just love watching it you know and I think it is so many of our past lives there's so many things that even though it's a fantasy quote-unquote I mean I do believe dragons existed at some you know at some point in time that that is a myth that is there for a reason but there's there is something about there's a lot of transcendence and beauty in it as well but there is a lot of crazy stuff in there. I mean, I, I went to a Game of Thrones premiere party last night. It was very fun. But I thought about little kids stumbling upon HBO. Like, I'm traumatized from so many things I've seen it. <laughs> but I thought if you were younger, like any, anything under the age of, like, 20 or 21, you could be scarred for life seeing one episode, you know, whether it's the violence or the really kind of very perverse sexual things, you know, not in a judging way. That sounds so judgmental, but really (laughs) some of those things are really crazy. So focusing on the dark gets me in a bad mood. This we found out. And then um, feeling overwhelmed by life, like wanting to handle everything as an entrepreneur, but how overwhelming that is. It's like all on me. And the, and then, the cost of living and cost of insurance and car and everything and my rent going up and the stress of (sighs) having to get money to pay the bills. Like who thought of that? I don't see why we have to pay to live somewhere. (laughs) It's just a part of life, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Q got me back on track and I started looking at um, some of these things and he suggested that it's time to clean out, as he calls it, your skeleton closet. So, 
you know, basically I am very much a messy person uh, in some ways. Like most of the house is clean, but my room and my closet is very messy. And, I, and then when people are coming over, I throw everything in the closet or I shove everything in drawers, but they're not organized. And I have a bunch of bags. I call myself the bag lady in my mind where I just throw everything in bags and hide them in my closet. <laughs> and then people come over because I have people over a lot. And he said, it's how many of those clothes have you not worn? How many of those bags are you holding on to these things, you know? And you've all heard it a million times that you're supposed to go through all your stuff and look at it and um, decide, does this bring me love? Does it fill my heart with love? Does it fill me with happiness? It doesn't matter if you're going to need it. If it doesn't fill you with happiness, just let it go of it. And the more space you have, the happier you are. So that's on my list of things to that be time to do is some spring cleaning, but also coincides with spring cleaning my insides. So that darkness, you know, the part of me that's fighting with uh, or feeling these dynamics with Edo that are coming up that are reminiscent of things that my mom and I had where she was very conservative and I felt I had to lie to her to keep her love. And that things like that have been coming up with my boyfriend where I feel, you know, he's not approving of certain things and I have to lie a little bit and I got caught in a lie. And that's what caused a major 911 between us. But that was the same thing I used to do when I was little with my mom was hide things and duck the radar so I didn't have to deal with judgment or deal with hurting her feelings or upsetting her and just kind of, but these lies, you know, are massive impacts. Um, They affect everything. And so now... Uh, I'm looking at that part of myself that has to hide who I really am so that I can avoid having people disapprove of me or be mad at me or, you know, that part of me that wants to be liked and loved so much that I'm willing to compromise myself and not be true to myself. And that's getting very apparent to me and it's very uncomfortable because as we expand our light, those darker, those shadows get darker. And I'm in a journey of um, wanting to love these parts of myself that I don't really want to love, that I didn't, like, for example, the um, the saboteur, and really having a lot of compassion for that part of myself and the part of myself that feels overwhelmed and feels stressed out. Now, I know I've been around the block enough times, and I've been in this exact same place many times, to know that this too shall pass. So um, regarding the skeleton closet, you know, some of the things from our past, they will always be there. But if we're acting like they're not there, they can be running us. So Q suggested to me, you know, take all those things and unpack them, you know, and go wash off the skeletons and rehang them in the closet, at least in an orderly fashion. (laughs) But in a way that took kind of the – it takes the shame and the fear away. It's kind of like, yeah, these are parts of me, these, this dark side, these things that have happened to me that I'm not proud of, but I'm not going to act as though they don't have never happened, but they are a part of me, and I'm owning them, and I'm at least making a place for them and airing it out, you know, and letting go of the things that I can let go of and things that I erroneously attributed to myself. I can also let go of other things that people put on me. Um, there's there's so much going on right now with crazy stuff in the news. And, you know, I was raised super Catholic and Christian, and there are a lot of Christians who are saying it's the time of the apocalypse. And I think there is so much of the true meaning of the apocalypse, which I looked up, and, and it means um, in Latin, it means uh, apocalypsis, which means revelation. 
And from the Greek, apocalyptian means to uncover, disclose, and reveal. So this is a time when everything that was hidden is being brought to the light. Things that used to be acceptable and okay and people put up with just because it's been done for years and years and years, it's coming to the light and people are saying, no, this is not okay. Thank God. So, you know, from the most recent thing, we've got the Julian Assange WikiLeaks, and now he's going, and he said that if he ever got arrested, he would basically share all of his information, which he's done. So that's all out in the world. And we have all the child sex trafficking, abuse rings, and pedophilia in the Catholic Church, and all the stuff coming majorly to the light right now. And um, I even saw a recent article about this, their, the, the 9-11. They have uncovered all these CIA phone calls and emails, which were very clear that they knew what, that it was going to be happening before 9-11 happened. So there's so much stuff that we don't know that, are, that is coming to the light um, and being revealed. And that includes the darkness in ourselves is being shaken up. And why is this? On the big scale... The entire earth is ascending. And so you've all heard, I don't know if you've all heard of it, but ascension is happening. The earth vibrational frequency is shifting. It's getting higher and higher. The sun solar flares are massive and we're getting, you know, high frequencies of light, which are upgrading our DNA. And we are going to be, you know, needing to make more and more room for more and more light. Can you keep putting light? Can you, like, can I, in my closet or my drawers, can I keep shoving more and more new things in there? No, there's finite space in this place. So we must uninstall these outdated programs that are running, running us, the negative programs, the fears, the guilt, the stress, the shame, uh, the ugliness, the judgment, the self-judgment, the just being on top of myself. I should be doing this. I should be eating perfectly. I should be walking, you know. It's, if I'm walking from a place of total self-love because this is in alignment with, with my dreams and values and I'm doing because I love myself, that's a beautiful motivation. If I'm doing it because I'm beating myself up because I feel guilty, that's not a good motivation. Or because I'm like my inner tyrant is cracking the whip and forcing me to do it, but I'm not in alignment with the big picture of why I want to do it, that's not helping me. So... Um, I know from past experience that when I get really overwhelmed and in a funk, and I, I would have to say I was in a funk this weekend, pretty strong one, and feeling very overwhelmed and stuck with life, that the answer is to go through it. And the only way through it is through it. So you feel the feelings, which I did. I got to cry a lot yesterday and, and do my wah, 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 and write down all my frustrations. And then... Um, I got the guidance to create, I'm going to have an event with just some friends on Thursday, but ultimately I think this will be like a retreat. But what I realized is that those parts of ourselves that we're really hard on ourselves about, that those character flaws that are so glaring and things we're working on in ourselves, and when we're really focused on those, you really don't feel that good. And so the, the, the answer to that is to pour more and more love and light into the situation. So when I have fear of losing my boyfriend's love, you know, that's how I know I'm in my codependent vibration because love and fear are not in the same vibration at all. Either you have love where there cannot be fear. So if I have fear, there's attachment. 
And that attachment means that I feel there is something to lose, which means that I'm not sourcing and not remembering that I am the source of love and that God is within me. And I always, it's as close as my next breath when I put my hand in my heart and I breathe and remember only love is real and I am love. I feel a, a much more beautiful sense of freedom and trust that if, he, if we are meant to be together, we'll work it out and learn how to actually embody unconditional love, which means 100% acceptance. Or if we're not, I am trusting that that is in the divine flow and that there's something better for me. So when I get to that centered space, I don't feel fear anymore. You know, I have had so many money miracles in my life. It's ridiculous. I have often had no idea how I was going to pay my bills or rent, and I get always get it done. So I always know money miracles are available. When I am out of my own space of fear and blocking it, fear or stress, then you allow for miracles to come in. So if we can all just, uh, if anyone else has been feeling stress and um, feeling overwhelmed and feeling stuck or feeling like you're not good enough and that you're never going to have your dreams come true and, and um, beating yourself up and feeling afraid of change or not knowing, you know, having trouble with keeping the faith, you're not alone. We are all going through that. And the earth is going through a massive, massive shift. And so um, before that light can pour in, this darkness, this fear, this ugliness has to be kind of rumbled up to the surface. We have to be able to see it, to acknowledge it, you know, even to embrace it and be like, thank you for the lessons you taught me and let it go. And an even more powerful way, I mean, yes, we see that, but, but what I noticed, the other thing that Q asked me, was, well, what are the good things that people are saying about you? Or what are some good things that you love? And what are some great memories you have? And I just thought, like, that's a great retreat, to come for a reset and write down, you know, all your problems. Come in with a list of all your problems and things that you're working on and then leave with um, with basically just a powwow of all our blessings, of sharing all of our blessings. And when I focus on my blessings... And and my best friend, Gretchen, who I've known since I was six, she also, when I called her after I talked to you, because I tell her everything, you know, I told her what was going on with me, and she said um, that um, that she's, she said something similar, but just basically, you know, you're feeling bad about yourself, but you're not aware of how what a big difference you make in so many people's lives and how many people you're helping on a day-to-day basis, and what a great light you are, despite all your imperfections, you're still doing a lot of good in the world, and why are you not focusing on that? <clears throat> and, then I, and then I just laughed, you know, and I felt better for that second, like, wow, it's so true. Like, in a way, when we pour love on any situation, especially giving ourselves the love that we are craving from outside ourselves or, you know, that appreciation or approval or acceptance, just acceptance for being human. Yes, we're not going to always be perfect and have everything go perfectly and, you know, have no challenges, then we don't grow. So, but to accept ourselves exactly as we are and exactly as we're not with, with not just acceptance, like tolerating it, but just like really extreme, um, honoring of ourselves for being brave enough to come to planet earth and even play this game, this human game in this extreme duality place where the game of Thrones does show that so beautifully (laughs) 
those extreme polarities. I mean, in some ways, it's like the um, allegory of life. It's it's really the dark versus the light. We have the white walkers versus the very, I mean, I guess they're not, I, I don't really know about that, but the, the very human good people. If Circe's in that category, I don't know. She's really the dark side. Anyway, so we've got the dark versus the light and then um, accepting our shadow side and letting love overcome and heal everything that's out of balance or afraid. And so if we all want to just take some deep breaths and allow our angels to come and we're inviting all the angelic realm and all the beings of the highest vibration of unconditional love, all of our guides to surround each of us who's listening to this call right now. And, and we're just open to feeling that support of having these beautiful angels behind us and high vibrational, highly evolved beings who are on the earth right now to help us humans transition to this higher frequency. And I think I mentioned last week on the show that one of our radio show hosts who no longer does that with us, but her name's Dr. Ruth Anderson, got a very powerful vision and dream that 500,000 angels were coming to earth to help us. And so picture those guides and angels surrounding you right now that are really at your beck and call. What do you need? They want to buoy up our faith. They want to give us their strength, which is within us as well, and also remind us a hundred million times if we need it, we are divine and all is truly well. And really when we get into that centered space of remembering our true divine nature, um, and we remember that anything is possible. Those limitations that feel so real, and we have so many reasons why they are real, they can all shift. And every reality can shift where God, because God is where, everywhere. So if we want to just start with this, putting our hand on our heart and feel um, something that makes you feel love. Is it a puppy? Is it a kitten? Is it a baby? A fluffy um, Facebook animal video <laughs> that makes your heart open the little monkey giving himself a bath. Oh, my God. I just love that video. So just anything that makes your heart open, um, just think of that and feel that feeling of just love. It takes a split second to spark in you. And when you connect with that love, which as humans, we only have a fraction of the ability to tap in, just in this limited human form, uh, we can't fathom just the intense, all-encompassing love of the creator, which is infinite. And it is unconditional, meaning no matter what we do, we're 100% loved. And that is available for us. So if you picture that puppy or kitten, feel your heart open with love, and then turn that in on your own inner child. And just appreciation for where you're at. So you had three bites of chocolate cake today. <laughs> Do you, like, if a toddler does that, do you get mad at them and say, bad girl? No. You just give them love and say, you're so loved and all is well, and tomorrow's another day. And no matter what, you can gain another 100 pounds. I'll still love you. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying this is unconditional love and acceptance. And when you have that, when you're starting from that space of 100% acceptance and you feel you're full up with love, everything is easier. The flow comes back in. And now let's just um, feel the wings of our angels around us and feel how loved we are. Angels are messengers of love from God. And we are wrapped with the wings of angels. 
every moment that we take a deep breath and put our hands in our heart, we can connect with this angelic support and the love of our creator. And now picture the sun shining through you in the center of your being. This is your solar plexus. It's called that for a reason because it's connected to the sun. If you, if you envision, an, uh, envision a yellow sun, which is connected to the sun in our solar system, which is directly connected to the grand central sun in the center of the multiverses, which is directly connected to our creator and all that is, pure love, unconditional love, which is pure power shining through us as us, from this space of centeredness and acceptance of everything as it is, the way it is, not trying to fix or change things, but being with it, being love, being patient, and being aware that our magical power is where are we choosing to put our focus on right now. So let's focus on the things that bring us love. Let's focus on the things that bring us joy. And in that energy of clean love bubbles washing over us, everything becomes easier when we focus on our blessings when, and when we focus on not on limitations but on every. Thing is possible. So in quantum physics, they have proven, you know, that everything is vibration and at its smallest uh, particle, you know, they have been able to track that it, it's not a finite thing. It's infinite possibilities as a wave. And then when someone observes it, it becomes a thing, a particle. So everything is available for all of us. And miracles can happen for all of us when we're in this high vibrational miracle state and open to miracles. And it's normal. We are still human. We are human angels having a, I mean, we are spiritual beings and angels having a human experience. And in this human experience called planet Earth, it's a bit of a game of duality. And so we're in dense, dark and light energies and, and we're here to shine our light. So just tuning into the truth that you are love and you are light and you have a connection to infinite abundance, not just in money, but in all kinds of things, friends, possibilities, opportunities for what you do. You know, how cool is it? We think we work so hard. Oh, my God, I work so hard. Working hard is working on a farm and doing what a lot of our ancestors did. We sit around and poke on a computer occasionally and then for eight hours, you know, and think it's such hard work. We really don't work <laughs> that hard. And we have opportunities to, to create money in many beautiful ways that inspire us, that um, are in alignment with our creativity expressing more than ever before. So I'm so grateful for that, even though there are times when life seems challenging and I'm not sure exactly how everything's going to get paid. I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to even share my gifts and get paid for that. Very grateful. So so thanks for listening to that. And we're now going to be taking some calls. It's now 631, second part of the show. So give us a call at 516-453-9162. And make sure you press 1 to be in the queue. And listen to International Angels Network six days a week where we explore everything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical, and much more. And we also take your calls for angel messages live on the air. If you're not able to join us live, you can catch the archived podcast on iTunes, Pinterest, Potable, Player FM, CastBox, Podtail, Podchaser, Stitcher, Google Play, and now on iHeartRadio. 
Our online radio network has also started a membership program to help spiritual entrepreneurs expand their businesses. International Angels Network offers ongoing support, coaching, and mentoring for all spiritual entrepreneurs worldwide for starting at the lowest low price of just $20 a month. And you can learn more and register for that at internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash membership. So I'm your host, Chi O'Donnell, and I'm a singer, songwriter, and I love empowering people through my one-on-one divine life coaching program. I also love helping people connect with their angels and guides and get peace of mind through my angel readings. For more information on my readings, events, and coaching packages, please visit my website, divineguidancereadingswithans.com, or you can follow or friend me on social media. I'm Shishi O'Donnell on Facebook or Angel Shishi on Instagram. All our shows are also now on YouTube Live, so please go to YouTube, search International Angels Network, and make sure you to, that you subscribe and click the bell icon to get notifications. For every 100th subscriber, you'll be entered into a drawing for free gifts. So we're now going to be taking uh, our mini readings. So let me see who is on the line. Just one moment. I'm looking for my list. And if you are listening, you can press 1 to be in the queue for a free reading. Okay, we have Tim from New York. Hi, Tim. Are you there? Okay, Tamika from New York. Tamika, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, Hi, Tamika. How Hi. are you, love? What can I do for you today? I'm good. I was wondering, um, I applied to get a transfer at my job, and I went and interviewed with the new manager. Everything went great. Everything went great with human resources. The only last step was supposed to have my current manager sign off on the paperwork. Um, I submitted the paperwork to the manager to my, with my supervisor on Friday, but my manager wasn't there on Friday as well as today. So um, I get a call today from the manager that said that the main office sent someone to fill the position all of a sudden. So I'm wondering what mm-hmm. happened. Um, and I just, I'm just yeah. i just wondering what you see in that. And, and of course, if you care anything about love, too. <laughs> about love. Okay. <laughs> Um, the first card I pulled was hostilities, which I've never even gotten that card before. It's from my energy oracle deck, so I'm going to have to look at that. And then simultaneously, I feel that there's nothing wrong here, that, you know, misconnection is protection. So it, the fact that that didn't happen is obviously for a reason, um, even though you don't want to hear that because you thought everything was set up and perfect and now this happened and da 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 But there may have been someone who was not um, – who argued you not to be that be the person for the position. Now the question remains, can you get that if this isn't happening, it is for your highest good? So the first card I pulled was hostilities, and we're going to read about that in a second because I just got this deck three weeks ago, and I haven't even gone through all the cards yet. It's called the Energy Oracle deck. So I know what that means in general, hostilities, and what the angels are telling me is there's like a misunderstanding, but it's not bad because it's rerouting you to something better. So the other card I pulled is this situation is already resolved, which is about, which is Archangel Michael, and it's and the prayer for you to say is I give any worries, cares, and concerns to you in exchange for true peace in all ways. Thank you for resolving this uh, work situation in the highest way, and so it is. 
in a divinely perfect way. And then the other card I pulled is the person you're inquiring about is trustworthy. So there, this is a little bit of an interesting um, enigma. It sounds like someone was on your side and, and then the, the person who said that everything's fine, that is correct, but there was some other thing that came through. But could, could you understand that misconnection could be protection? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read the hostilities uh, description and see what that insight is. This card shows a man raising his sword in readiness to do battle. When it comes upright, it reveals a situation where hostilities toward you are about to be or have already been engaged. And the aggressive energy may be verbal or emotional with someone in your environment being excessively critical, demanding, or hurtful. In a work or social situation, there may be backstabbing or out-and-out slander going on. Um, So, And the affirmation for that is... There's a little bit more about that. Hold on. Um, Whether this is old or new energy, now is the time to regain control. Allowing dishonoring treatment from others is an open invitation to the universe to send you more. It may feel risky, but you need to have the courage to stand up for yourself now and always. So the affirmation is, I'm receiving the peaceful, harmonious treatment I deserve in my life. I set boundaries, make reasonable requests, and make my expectations clear. So regarding the situation, and you said that you've then inquired and they said it's already been filled. That position has already been filled, right? I heard that today, but for this whole time, like the last two weeks, it was supposed to be me. I went and interviewed with who I needed to interview with and everything. Yeah. Do you know who, is there one person who's coming to mind that you feel was not on your side and may have sabotaged this for you? The only person I could think of is my manager because, Lately, she's been kind of demanding and domineering. Actually, she's always like that, and I was just not wanting that energy to get pushed in my direction. The past couple weeks she has, and she hasn't been in the office since Friday, and I was telling human resources I don't want to have to give the paperwork for her to have to say okay on it because I really don't trust her. I can see her thinking about herself in the office Mm -hmm. first. But she has not been there since Friday, and she's still not there today. So I don't know if she got wind of it yet that I submitted this. Mm Or not, mm-hmm. and, and or could affect it. I don't know if she if she has something to do with this yeah, or not. I, think she I really did. don't. And you know, one one word of like, I don't think she's qualified, or whatever that came from her, or even an energetic kind of psychic attack, kind of affected things. But the but the main thing is, you going out of the frying pan could be you going into the fire because the energy that allowed this. Uh, hostility and kind of treatment from your boss that you're feeling she was being very demanding and you weren't being treated well, right? You felt you weren't being mm-hmm. treated well. Yeah. That's not something that's randomly from her. So we want to go in within you and heal. And this way of dealing with it was also very um, sneaky on your part in a way. It's kind of like you're afraid to stick up for yourself to her face. I, and no, say, I, I kind of did. I kind of did, but with her, it kind of makes stuff work. Because she just because I'm a very nice person, and she doesn't. Everybody else there is not. So I'm the last person she wanted to be that way to her. She wants to be able to act like a boss to me because other people blow her off. And so she was. Mm. She was being taken for granted. She was taking me for granted and treating me bad. So I had to stand up for myself. And now it's like I just don't trust her after standing up for myself. She's well, not the kind of person. You stood up for yourself. You stood up for yourself. How? What did you say? 
I said, you know, I felt like you were harassing me. Like when there were other coworkers around that you could have asked that, you kept focusing on me and interrupting my workflow and like talking down to me and acting the hostile towards me. And it felt mm. like harassment. And I know she didn't like that. And she's, she could yeah, be vindictive. So I'm afraid like that, that she would kind of. That's for, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> she definitely didn't like that because you're threatening her. And were you taking responsibility for anything that you may have done that caused her to be on your case? Did you take responsibility for what could, there was not, she was just picking you out for no reason and just down your, you know, by jumping down your throat. Really? Yeah. When she comes in to delegate like something for all of us to do, she wants to focus on me for some reason and interrupt me. And it's just like, it's, Mm. it's just, I've always just pushed it, like, ignored it, the fact that subtly, like, always noticed that she would kind of, like, use me to just mm-hmm. implicate protocol, yeah. like, inflict for everyone else yeah. around. Like, I don't, no, I don't like there it. Was a, there was something that happened there, which was an energetic thing. And the truth is, Tanika, that no one can dominate you unless you have given away your power. So there's something that happened. Um, where you're not in your power, and there's something that made her want to go after you. The the really dominant person goes after someone who, I mean, not even a dominant person, but when someone is giving away their power, it, it's just like you're, that's why kids bully. Kids bully the kid who, it's the un, unconscious beliefs you're already holding about yourself. Now, be really honest with me, Tamika, and I want to know, are, is there anything in your mind that you knew that you maybe weren't doing 100% and weren't really doing, like if you were your own supervisor, you would not be happy with you? Is there no, anything at those, all? No. In those moments, I pay attention to her when she's talking. The fact that other people turn their backs when she's talking and I'll like face her and give her, you know, give her my full attention. Maybe these last mm-hmm. couple of times, and she doesn't harass them to turn around and look at her when she's talking, but she would always do that to me. These last couple of times, mm-hmm. I would just turn around because she was being really rude. The last couple of times, she kept coming downstairs yeah. and interrupting us. So I, I just wanted to being protect myself. And attacking you. I know. Yeah, so I just wanted to protect but, but myself. But something so. happened. Yeah. But something happened, and this is not an isolated incident with just her. And I want you to go back with me right now. In your mind's eye, whatever the angels are highlighting for you where this is reminding you of something from your past. Do you have a parent who's on your case and it's not fair and they're kind of jumping down your throat and not and not giving you the benefit of the doubt unfairly? Do you have past boyfriends who did that? What is ringing yeah, a bell right I've now had, for you? I've had past relationships with like my mom and my sister like that and I've had like trouble mm-hmm. with love like that. Coincidentally, there's a guy that I was involved with at this office and now we don't talk because I kind of had to stop because I felt like he was just trying to take advantage of me to stay close with the boss to maybe find out, like, job gossip and just, you know, use me physically. That's it. And mm. I stopped it. And now I feel still kind of hurt that it doesn't seem to phase him that I stopped it. It just seems like right. he's fine with it. Yeah. So this is a, there's a pattern, what I'm bringing, what I'm pointing to, is that there is a pattern. This isn't like, oh, everything's your fault and da-da-da and make it feel bad about it. No, this is excellent news, Tamika, because you could go to another job tomorrow or get switched to other department, and the same similar thing could happen because there is a magnetic frequency attraction thing going on that is starting with you. And, I'm, and this is good news. It's not making you wrong and you're a bad person. You did wrong stuff. No, 
this is yay. Your car is about to run out of gas. The gas gauge shows it's almost empty. You don't go, oh, that's bad news. You say, good. Oh, thank God I can see that so I can get, get some gas. So we're going to right now fill up your tank of your own awareness that you are fine and you're probably, you know, <laughs> once you feel 100% rooted and grounded and strong in who you are and safe and knowing that whatever happens, even though you got sabotaged, quote, unquote, with this one, you know it's for your own protection. It wasn't gonna. It wasn't gonna be a, a better situation. Basically, that's what I feel for you. So now it's looking at something new and not feeling trapped and not feeling like you have to stay at the same job or this company or knowing you have more possibilities and feeling empowered. But the angels want you to do some serious soul searching and going within and seeing where are these triggers, these huge things that irritate us and stress us out and trigger us, are massive wake up calls for us to find out. And get out our Sherlock Holmes magnifying glass and go within and see, okay, this is the greatest source of my growth is going to come from these triggers. So in this case, someone, a supervisor singled you out and is totally on your case and you stand up for yourself, quote unquote, you say stood up for yourself. But what you said is a threatening thing, which caused, so what you resist persists. When you threaten someone else by saying this is harassment, that means you're doing something wrong, they are going to come back at you a thousand times worse or avoid you. And that's that's what happens. So really, the better way to do it is to sit down and be like, what is it that you have a problem with me? Sometimes it feels like you're singling me out. And then listen to someone go crazy and say 500 things and keep saying calmly like a broken record, is there anything else? And really taking it in, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Listen, listen, listen. Then when they're done, say, okay, I heard everything you said. I do agree with this. This part I don't really understand. You know, but you have a conversation. The, the way you chose to handle it, which was your best way of knowing how to take your power back and stand up for yourself, was not a great way to handle it. That's what I feel. And this isn't making you wrong. There, there's another way to stand up for yourself with high self-love, high self-respect, and also inner peace at the same time and not being in a state of fear. Because when you are resisting something, they come at you worse. Does that make sense? So that's mm-hmm. what happened. You dealt with this hostilities. And you never have to deal with this again. You now have a massive flashlight on this, and you can completely release it to the light right now, that part of you that has people bullying you, that part of you that has people messing with you and disrespecting you, that part of you that is energetically attracting people who are um, misinterpreting you and um, you know, making you wrong for things you're not doing and all that stuff. We can nip it in the bud right now. So the angels want to help extricate that part of you, but they need your help to have the awareness to see it. Do you feel like you understand what I'm saying right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so just be open to releasing and surrendering that part of you that needs to defend and protect. That's not what I mean by standing up for yourself. Marianne Williamson says, in my defenselessness, my safety lies. When someone is attacking you and you don't come back with an attack, this thing totally dissipates. When you come back with an attack, the attack gets worse and one person dies, in the Game of Thrones at least. But in life, what happens when, you, when someone attacks you and you respond in a neutral way with, with curiosity? Can you explain to me where this is coming from? But not like anger and like that, but gentleness and aware, uh, really being willing to hear and listen. Things completely go a different way. So everything can go a different way, and you're much more powerful than you think. Things are not randomly happening to you. They're happening from you to a certain extent. So the angels want you to feel empowered, feel safe, and it, this job didn't work out, but knowing 
that when you're in a new energetic state of empowerment and not blame and victimhood that other people, you know, that when you're in that space, many more things are possible for you, whether it's love or different kinds of works. work. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, love. I'm giving you a big hug because I know that's a tough one to hear. But I see you are going to move into a new position. You're going to reach a new level of power, power from this whole thing, and you're going to be thanking that supervisor in your mind later when you see, wow, that was the catalyst that made me never give my power away again. Something happened inside me where I realized, ding, 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 that's not happening again. That's what I feel. So we're going to thank that crazy supervisor. Okay. <laughs> okay, honey. So we're asking the angel to help you find a job that you will love where you feel respected and you are respecting yourself and you feel good and appreciated. Sure, that's what okay. I'm looking for. Okay, we're seeing that happen for you. Okay, sweetheart, have a beautiful thank rest you. of your evening. Thank you. So we have Mike. Thank you, honey. All right, we have Michael from Nevada. Michael, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Michael. How's it going? Hi. Uh, question for you. Um, I'm in a um, going through a transition, and mm-hmm. you know, again, my basic necessities are met, and so forth. And um, I'm really having a uh, difficult time uh, finding employment. But because my mm-hmm. basic things are met, I'm kind of looking at this as uh, because I'm not going to stay here. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also going to look. I'm looking at you know, m- jumping into and launching a a, a a project, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. because every everything's kind of the necessities are covered. That mm-hmm. this is kind of a a gift of time, rather it than is. you know bef- before I would be panicked about oh my god I need a job blah blah blah. Right. And now I'm like, oh what I'm really good at and capable of you know like again I, I'm looking for a job waiting tables. I'm so over yeah. it, and the sales yeah. jobs here in Vegas aren't what they were in California or in Phoenix. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm not going to, you know, I have integrity, so I'm not going to put somebody over a barrel just to make a sale. Mm-hmm. No. And that's the type of positions that are here in, you know, the general Vegas area. Yeah. And so this is your time of quiet. Pay- I mean, the first part I pulled is patience. Decide to be happy now, a favorable outcome. Focus on your priorities. So, yep. yes, you. this is a, a gift of time, exactly, to, for you to get clarity on what it is that you really want and also to start thinking outside the box of those other things that were the only ways you thought you could make money and you know you don't want that. So we're going to start right. in this now moment and read the first uh, card, which is the affirmation is thank you. Um, it's an Archangel Michael card, which is decide to be happy now. Thank you for helping me open my heart to happiness, joy, and bliss. I'm now willing to see all the goodness in my life. So we're not going to see the lack of a job, and it's so great that you've already evolved enough to know that here you are not employed, and in the past you would have been terrified and freaked out, and now you're, you realize maybe this is a gift of time. That's a huge, uh, you know, obvious growth that your soul is grow, growing and evolving that you have faith in this time because I hear that you have faith. Is that true? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then the card, a favorable outcome. Thank you for the beautiful outcome to this situation, which is perfect and fair for everyone involved. Thank you, Archangel Michael, for helping me trust and have faith. And focus on your priorities. When you 
Put your fo- where you put your focus is where you receive your outcome. Your priorities are calling to you, which may produce a feeling of anxiety. This is great. Unless you give them the time and attention that they and you deserve. Even a small amount of time devoted to your priorities will help you feel better and more confident. So we all have what is most important to us, and then we have life that takes over and it monopolizes our time, and we realize, you know, very clearly that we're not doing what we want to do, but it seems like you don't have a choice. When you're in a job that you don't love, that's sort of what's going on. So what are your highest prior, you know, every day if you wake up and write down your seven highest priority action steps that you can take for the day, that are in alignment with your purpose. Do you feel you under? How, do you know your purpose? Do you feel like you have a mis- personal mission statement? Um, kinda. It's 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 still a work in progress because again, mm-hmm. it can be multiple facets. Uh, not only with my business background, uh, but the the spiritual aspirations as well, and kind of mingling and intertwining them. Yeah. Well, I would highly recommend that this week you um, get put your put put your paper to pen. I mean, your pen to paper in your journal and start writing. You know, my name is Michael, and I am here too. And start brainstorming what feels right when you when you picture yourself as a soul coming to Earth and you want came here for a reason. <laughs> just start brainstorming and starting to get some clarity and the angels will help you get that clarity. And then when you decide how you want to spend your day of what are the highest priority action steps I can take that are in alignment with what you're here to do. And I feel the angels are going to really, once you have that quiet time that you've so desperately needed, the gift of time and to be able to go into meditation and be available for this flood of infinite inspiration that can come to you from the mind of God right into your mind and seeing ways that you can use all your gifts and all the things and skills that you've learned your entire life that will make sense to whether it's for a job or just your life of who you are and why you're here that you are living this highest version of your life path does that make sense Uh, perfect (laughs) yeah so you know, and, and, and again, even like what you spoke to in the beginning, and, you know, it's like, you know, I've got this time, and it's like, you know, again, you get in these little mo- moods and things like that, and it's like, oh, meditation, oh, but, and, 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 oh, eating right, oh, and, you know, no, it's, a, it's I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> hmm Yes, well, uh, this is just a quick mini reading. If you want a longer one, feel free to give me a call. Um to help you get clear, because that's one thing I do is I coach people to get clear on their divine life purpose or their mission statements, and that really is helpful, Um, and also doing some more channeling with angels. But you're on track, Michael. This is a huge gift. Archangel Michael is one of your guys, of course. That's your namesake, too, Archangel Michael. And um, he gives people the courage to make life changes so you can live a life that's more in alignment with your soul, and you're here to do big things, and you have a lot of angelic support. So thank you for your call, love, and giving you a big hug through the phone. And we'll thank, catch you next you. time. Okay. Yeah, thanks so much. Bless. Thanks. Bye-bye. So Keisha from Arizona, are you there, Keisha? Yes. Hi, Keisha. How are you? Hello. I'm fine. Did you have a question? Yes. Do you see me getting a job soon? Do I see you getting a job soon? Okay, so let's tune in. Do you know what job you want? 
I would love to have a customer service job, but um, I was more like I want to get into an opportunity, and I was kind of wondering, do you see that panning out, or do you see me just like going back into a call center environment, or maybe work at home call center person representative? Mm-hmm. So um, they want to talk to you about abundance mindset. Because if you mm-hmm. think of your abundance as something that happens in the future, then it will always be one day away from you. See, feel, think, and speak of abundance as something you already have in the present moment, and that is what you will experience. So when you're like, am I going to get a job? Is this um, opportunity thing going to pan out or be a waste of time? It's sort of like you feel very disconnected from success and abundance as, as, unless it's related to an income source, which it seems, sounds like, you know, a... Uh, confusing things it seems like that is directly connected but what if Mm -hmm. your beingness and your state of mind was so high faith and so aware of your own value and and that you are abundant right now and could you say that all your needs are met right now yeah i'm fine okay so knowing that all your needs are met right now and you can do anything that you want to do because you're choosing between one and two like on the Let's Make a Deal game show, when they're looking mm-hmm. at those things, what's behind door number one? What's behind door? You have two doors that you have open, and there's infinite doors. That's what they're showing me. So mm-hmm. it's not just a customer service call center or this business opportunity thing. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of other options for you. So those are just ways that you can make a buck. But what is in alignment with your soul? That's what the angels want you to focus on. And I also got the card Detox Your Friendships. Your abundance flow is being affected by the people with whom you're spending time, so be discerning about your associations and relationships. Choose to be with people who are inspiring, generous, and supportive. So this isn't Mm -hmm. like judging other people and and they're bad and toxic and cutting away. It's not that necessarily. It's choosing uh, love for yourself and the highest vibration. And sometimes things just naturally fall away that are not supporting you, and that's what the angels want to help you do. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, so my, my advice is to tune in more with your angels and getting a sense of high faith that more options are there for you and you're very loved and supported and feeling good. The angels have your back, but they need you to do your part, which is um, staying connected to your source. These jobs are not your source. You want to be 100% connected to your source and able to take steps forward with faith and you know, and synchronicities will happen once you get into that vibration. So that's your reading. Thank you so much. And we have Stephanie from Iowa. Stephanie, are you there? Oh, I guess this. Do we have time for one more call? Oh, I guess it's almost over. Well, thank you everyone for calling in and listening. Um, let's just all take a deep breath and just really know. And no matter what struggles you're going through right now, God is in control and you are supported and all is truly well. And um, your angels are there to help you. They don't intervene unless you ask for help. So just ask them for help and watch the miracles happen in your life. Thanks, everyone.